depending on how uh, Podbean is numbering it. Yeah, we may have done it wrong. So our setup today is a little off. You won't be able to see it unless you follow us on Instagram. But, like, we're both crammed in Christy's daughter's bedroom. Yep. Um, sitting on a bed that used to be the top bunk. Yeah. That, uh-huh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep, we both have work pants on and they're a little snug. <laughs> long day and um, yeah so this is the environment the mood that we're creating for for you you. this is what we do for you i'm christy oh yeah i'm karen and welcome to the modern principal podcast (laughs) this would be another good spot for the music right here okay maybe i'll try it this time Mm -hmm. all right so um today my kids were so funny i felt like all day and i meant to think about I wanted. I should have written everything down that they said. Um, Don't you I, feel like you should just have a notepad yes, with you when you I, walk through the halls? I walked by the nurse today, and my kindergarten is like having a doctor, um, like kind of theme going on this week. Oh, that's cute. And so one of the teachers made their kids like little doctor's badges, and he brought it down to the nurse on his break, and was like, "Look, nurse, has my badge. Look, it has my pictures. I'm so cute." Oh, <laughs> and he is so cute. <laughs> That kid is not going to struggle no, in life. I had, I had a little girl who was really struggling, and we had um, we were processing after kind of a tumultuous time. And she goes, "Are you the second principal?" <laughs> and I was like, "What do you? No, I mean I'm the principal. I'm the only principal." And she goes, "Are you the second one though?" I said, "No, I'm just the only one. Still only." She goes, "But are you the fun one or the mean one?" <laughs> and I said. I think I'm both. <laughs> She's like, I like the fun one. <laughs> so kind of... <laughs> Those two personalities came out. <laughs> so, I don't know. Good, Christy? <laughs> Not good, Christy. That's awesome. That is really good. That's Kids really, they don't lie. They're so sweet. They don't lie. Yeah, it's been a wild week for both of us, I think. Yeah, it feels like. I, mean, I think it's our first five-day week mm-hmm. since break since winter break yeah so. I don't know if you're in that place of mind state of mind where you wake up every day saying like it has to be Friday when it's only like Tuesday no it's not Friday it's yeah close so yeah so here's some that's inspirational guys you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you can do it you can do it Oh, I listened to last week, and sometimes I get really loud on the pod, so. You need to try to be quieter. I need to try. I'm really sorry, guys, if, like, all of a sudden you're like, ow, I'm driving. Sorry, I'm working on it. I'm new to this. Okay, so last week we, like, took on this new structure. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. <laughs> I think it was good. <laughs> so we're going to do it again. And if you hate it, tell us. But we feel like it's really cool to solve scenarios that we've been given. Yeah. Through, like, the lens of... That we use, yeah. What's your alliteration? Guys, I'm going to have to do a little more digging on thesaurus.com, but <laughs> soul, soul, scholar, the scholar, and systems. Don't forget about the <laughs> systems. That's it. So, we like to do it this way where Christy, well, for right now, Christy knows the scenarios. I have, guys, I can't do soul because the soul is about your gut, and I have a terrible gut. I'm a terrible judge of character. I... Which, what does that say? Because she's been friends with me for years. <laughs> <laughs> so I will always have to be the researcher. Right. She does love to research. And I love to just kind of shoot from my hip and see but, what happens. But it's an educated shoot from the hip. Yes. Yes. I lead with a little more of that. So yep. we, Christy knows the scenario, and I am going to 
solve it as I would without really looking into the research, just yes. based on my soul and my thoughts. And then she'll tag in a little bit with some of the scholarly yes. thoughts. Okay, so this week's scenario is from Jason Ooh. in Ohio. Hey, Jason. And he says, we have several parents and community members that address our teachers and front office staff in a rude manner. How would you handle that? Ooh. That's a good one. That is a really good one. I don't know. Do you want me to go first with my gut? Yeah, go with your soul. Oh, yeah. My soul's a little classier than <laughs> because my Because soul is a synonym for gut that starts with S. <laughs> According to thesaurus.com as our... Gosh, not sponsored. I need to by. make sure I cite. I cite. Yeah, we're not sponsored. <laughs> sponsored by Thesaurus. Okay, so this is a lot to unpack. It's a very short scenario, but it feels like a lot to unpack. Um, I think I'll start with kind of assuming that these some of these people are maybe coming into the building already agitated. So I'll kind of approach it. And from, you shouldn't be having people in your building. It's COVID. COVID. Um, but like thinking through that lens. It's really important to make sure that you have spent a lot of time with your front lines people. And so there are some staff within your building that will be the face of your building. And it's not just you. And it it honestly is rarely the teachers as the front line. They're usually the second line. So here I'm including our secretary and our health room because those two are the biggest people that talk to the community on a regular basis. Health room is the new age version of nurse. Nurse. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Edu jargon. So I think it's important. I don't know, Christy, is this what you're thinking on this scenario? But I think it's important to spend some time um, empowering those leaders because a lot of them are classified positions and making sure that they feel as though they have the tools to yep. de-escalate um, an upset person and then to like have a phrase they go to like, I can feel that I can see that you're upset. Let me get my principal or something like Ooh, that. Girl. So I did some of the research and I actually pulled out a textbook. <laughs> and so I kind of, as I was thinking through it, it kind of came down to like proactive and reactive strategy. Yeah. Um, but even the reactive strategies still required a lot of proactivity. Um, but one thing that I found was really interesting is the author of the book that I was reading is called School Community Relations, and so it's this guy named Fior, and he says that it actually all has to start with the principal, and he did some research um, quite a while ago, I think about 20 years ago, and found that um, most principals actually fail to see themselves as role models for students, Ooh. which I thought was really interesting, and that made me think then, do they do principals see themselves as role models for Staff Staffs. as well. And parents. And parents. And so the principal has to be the person that is setting that tone for what communication looks like in our building. Um, and so I think that's number one in terms of proactive based on what I read. Well, and I think that goes along with kind of what I was saying. Um, oh, yeah. In terms of like when you started a new building or even now would be a great time to refresh of having those conversations of like this is what I value as the leader. And so this is what we all need to be on the same page as. I think that's really yes. smart. So then the second really big proactive thing was, um, this surprised me. I didn't even think about this until I started researching, but was the actual physical atmosphere of your front office. Mm. And um, in the textbook, it was kind of talking about, like, even just your signage. So if you have signage on the outside or, like, right on the inside of your building of, stop, all visitors must sign in before proceeding further for student and staff safety, Versus, thank you so much for visiting our building. Welcome. We ask that all visitors sign in. What a good um, point. And so even though it's like a small thing, it still starts to set the tone. And even like some stuff like if your secretaries have um, like, you know, like little 
old school memes like um, your emergency, your procrastination is not my emergency or like stuff that kind of shows a sense of humor, but it maybe kind of has a twinge of, uh huh. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe some people might read that the wrong yes. way. Yes. So that was the second thing that I would have never thought about that the, the text was saying was making sure just your office culture or the, the physical building. Right. Also doesn't show that you are yeah no I think I think that's really smart um I I know that my secretary would laugh at me sharing some of these things but we had a conversation maybe a couple years ago because she positioned her monitors in a way um that was really effective for her to do her work but when you walked in you could not make eye contact with her Mm -hmm. and some parents had noted that and like felt like and you know, she's kind of an introvert anyway, so it felt really comfortable to her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to have, like, her workspace set up that was maximizing effectiveness for her. But we rearranged it a little bit, and people instantly commented how much warmer our office felt. That's interesting. Just because she just moved her computer Changing, monitor. Yeah, so even that physical atmosphere is a proactive thing. Yeah. So while I know that this doesn't necessarily address immediately that reactive response to, it's, you know, maybe a rude community member or something no it's that you, systems yeah of, it's that culture it's the systems and culture that have to be established beforehand right and it's that place of like if your secretary were to leave there would already be a system in place of how we do business at blank school yeah um and so it would just really let other people slip in i also thought a little bit about like um when you get called into a meeting that's already pretentious or pretentious that's not the word. <laughs> contentious thank you <laughs> Like, I kind of approached it from that point of view, too. Like, if you know a meeting could be contentious ahead of time, how might you handle that versus if you're called in and people are already escalated? Right. So I thought a lot about, like, perhaps a teacher saying, hey, we're gonna, I'm going to have this really hard conversation with a parent. We've been emailing back and forth. I asked for a meeting. I feel like it's going to go south. Will you sit in with it? The way I approach that is a lot different than if I get called into something and there's already some heated moments. How, how is it different? I think if I'm thinking about preparing it, um, I'm going to set some ground rules with the meeting before we start. That makes sense, yeah. But in a very um, welcoming way. So very much talking about the purpose of the meeting before we start with everybody involved. I might even make a phone call to the parent ahead of the meeting just to say like, hey, I plan to be there. I'm really excited to address these concerns. Um, This is what I'm thinking we're going to address. Is that what you're thinking? Just so I know before we even get there that they've had, they've honestly had an opportunity already to talk to me about their concerns. Um, And so they've already voiced them. So they're coming into the meeting a little bit diffused already because they've already shared it once. That's a good idea. I also will often talk about like reminding parents, um, the not reminding them because we all know why we're there, but just constantly using the student's name in the discussion brings back that connectedness to all of our purpose. And so I'll always kind of try and tie it back to um, if we can't come to an agreement today, we really have to work together to be there for blank. We'll make sure we come back together next week. That's kind of what I think ahead of time. That's really good. I think sometimes too, it just having the, the parent or the community member, whoever it is, just be listened to before having to engage in some of the hard facts and the hard conversation helps a lot. Yes. Um, And that was a lot of some of the stuff that I looked into. I feel like our district, um, and I've learned a lot from my superiors just about that customer service. I feel like that's something that they really stress and they they try to teach us as administrators a lot about. Um, But setting up kind of those those terms for staff Mm -hmm. and those phrases, um, because sometimes you're caught off guard 
like you said, like you might walk into a meeting that's already a little bit contentious or you get on the phone and you're not expecting to, to have a problem or a conflict. And so just that, I'm so sorry that that happened. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I am truly sorry that that happened. I think Todd Whitaker is someone who uses kind of that phrase a lot too, that I'm so sorry that whatever happened, happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. Um, and, and I often use the phrase too, like I would never want your child to feel that way. Yeah. Cause we don't ever want a no. child to feel that way. So we're not talking about the facts of the case at this point. We're just connecting on an empathetic human yep. level. And that's a really great place to start. Yep. Something, too, I, I, if I was my staff, I would make fun of me because I feel like I always just sit in silence and I have to tell them I'm thinking, which I don't do with families. <laughs> <laughs> but a way that I do that, because I do, I'm a slower processor. Like, I need to be inside my head for a little bit. And so I said, I need to gather more information. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting yourself a little bit time so that you can gather more information, whether you're a teacher or a principal or even a secretary or whoever it is that's answering the phone, like, I need to gather more information and someone will be in contact with you um, within 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say um, – the times that I have been called into a meeting that's already um, a little elevated, you know, like empowering staff to call you in instantly mm-hmm. is really important. And so when I have been in, I have found that I first have to kind of um, connect with my own body and my own physical reactions to the situation. I was called into the office a couple years ago for a parent who was yelling at my secretary, and she did a great job of just saying, like, I can feel that you're mad. Please wait. Let me get my principal. Like, I can't, I literally can't help you. I'm the secretary. Let me get the principal. So I came in and the principal and the parent just started yelling. And so I invited her into my office. I invited her to sit. She did not want to sit. So I sat. And because she had already told me, no, I'm not doing that, like, I could feel my tension rising. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of took a moment to, like, connect with, okay, like, kind of like we teach kids to do. I, I regulated. Did your, did your star breathing? Yes, I regulated. But that allowed me to connect with her and to, like, see, feel her emotion and disconnect from my own emotion so that I could really just work on that problem and not have it be a me versus her situation. So that's yep. something that helps me. Um. So before we kind of wrap up, there is, if you, I bet if you Google it, there's kind of like a parable, um, a metaphor of sorts, and it's called Taming Lions, and it's something that our central office shared with us as principals. And it's basically this really, it's kind of a cool story, and it talks about, uh, it's called a technique in human relations, and it basically compares us as leaders, as teachers, um, and it compares us to those lion tamers. And that sometimes you do encounter those human lions and the people who are basically the people that you interact with that are upset or disturbed or angry. And so it talks through how you have to have that quiet confidence of a lion tamer and that um, lions are not roaring at you personally. Um, It's not they're snarling at you um, in your official capacity, but not you as a human. And just no matter how hard they snarl or roar, the lion tamer never, ever roars back. That's so good. And so regardless of who you are in the school organization, like training everyone and teaching everyone that it's not always about us personally. It's about their kid. That's Mm -hmm. their baby. That's who they love. Um, And so that we need to be that lion tamer and be the calm presence that's taking it in and hopefully helping, you know, really addressing the job at hand and not letting that piece get in the way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there is a concern that needs to be worked through. And... Yeah, you can't let your lion – that's a really great parable. I really liked it. I'll see if I can find it. We can link it somewhere. Yeah, we. I also have some catchphrases that I keep close by that we will try to attach um, as some stories and quotes later. Um, 
I just, I mean, I don't want to top that Taming Lions, so we'll just add those into our stories because that's a really good way to end our podcast. <laughs> that was a great parable. Christy was very prepared scholarly. You're I was welcome. very impressed. <laughs> you can tell I just received the scenarios. Yeah, five we just give Karen the scenarios a few minutes before we start. <laughs> um, that's true. Um, anyways, there was one new way we wanted to end our pods. It's called. We don't I, have a name. Okay, we don't have a name for it yet, but I have been on thesaurus.com pretty religiously trying to think uh-huh. of it. <laughs> uh-huh. But essentially, you want to spotlight a leader, um, and it can be a real, I mean, they'll all probably be real persons. Real people. humans, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but just someone that we have come across in social media, someone in real life. Um, Who's been inspiring us in our work Maybe someone on the school. news. Yeah. yeah. People who have been inspiring us in our school leadership, so that they can inspire you. Yep. So we'll do that next week. And we'll have it more fleshed out. We'll have an actual name. <laughs> so if you have anyone you want us to spotlight, shoot us that. And if you have any alliterations for the name of this segment, please let us know. Yes. And as always, if you have ideas or scenarios you want us to cover, go to our website and submit them there or shoot us a DM. Yep. And we will be happy to solve your scenarios. Yep. Website is www.themodernprincipal.com and you can follow us on Instagram at themodernprincipal or on Twitter at modernprincipal. Yeah. And I feel like this scenario gave us a lot. I have more to say on this. So maybe we'll like do another one. Maybe we need to do like five blog follow Yes. But as always, subscribe to this, please. Our podcast, did you already say that? I didn't. Yeah, and rate us, please. I think that helps a lot. We're new to the pod game, but we